Oh, but where I was going with that, uh, the Adam Sandler, is that that was that was 2014. His movies really sucked back then, so I, I really would not have I would not have had a positive thing to say. I'm not. Oh, hey, Adam. Um, boy, remember like over a decade ago when you were really good in that movie? <laughs> yeah. There was no uncut gems, no Adam Sandler photo of Adam Sandler buying tampons. Hmm. You know, no, yeah. it was just Meyerowitz. Yeah. Just the drag. If I met him Sam. today, that that's I'd lead with tampons. Say, hey, Adam, <laughs> any tips? Lead with tampons. <laughs> yeah. But which ones do I get? Super, yeah. extra super, regular. Yeah, and you know, I think, sport, that, I think we're in the show they now. Sport, they have sport tampons. We're in the show talking about tampons, and I just want to call out that uh, what was the name of the magazine, Jill? Mel, Mel, Mel magazine. magazine. Yeah. It's back, and there's a really cool Adam Sandler article. We'll put it in the show notes. So, oh, thank um, you very much for doing that. Oh, thank you for <laughs> <laughs> suggesting it. We're so polite. <laughs> oh, and, and oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi. <laughs> this is how you doing, cool. Mark? Um, doing well. I'm 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 doing fabulous. How are the two of you doing? Yeah. Splendid. Splendidly <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you know, I'm alive. Yeah. We're here, we're, <laughs> we're vaccinated, and we're yeah, talking movies. Yeah. That's what we do. We are. And this is a special moment. We, we podcasted before on Notorious with Wade, and that was, a, that was a lot of fun. And I think that turned out to be a great episode. Yeah, it was really good. I think so. Um, in, fact, in fact, it's lost. I got to get it back. I got to plan was for so, that. It was so good. <laughs> but it <laughs> disappeared. It was forever. notoriously good. And that day it was. Well, we moved the feed, so and I, I never figured out an easy way to do that. So, but yeah, I, I got a plan for that. Like I said, um, but you both are the only podcast co-hosts I've ever had. Aww. So um, here we are. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Well, it's a fact. <laughs> I'm not saying you're good good co-hosts. <laughs> no getting around it, Mark. <laughs> So, Mark, what do, you, what do you think of Jill joining the show? Jill is awesome, uh, and I, I think, uh, I mean, we, we, we talked about it offline. I think it's been I a am awesome, aren't I? Fabulous thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jill, Jill is humble. great. It's also, you know, great to have, uh, instead of, you know, two dudes or, you know, what it was for a while, Aaron, a single dude, uh, a dude and a dudette. So, yeah, uh, it's, I am, it's really great. I'm honored to be the dudette. <laughs> Although, I'm fine with being a dude. You know, yeah, I've got dude. I've got a dude. I've got dude tendencies. Dude, I have dude a cred. dude. I have, yeah, I have the the dude sweater in my closet. Ooh. So frankly, Jill, you know. if if we if somebody wanted to fight me and we we were next to each other, I would stand mm-hmm. behind you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I could do it. I could take care. I could take care of things. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. <laughs> She's my my bodyguard, <laughs> bodyguard and co-host. Um. And yeah, it's been fun. and Mark. I know you know your situation has changed. You don't have haven't had as much time. We were almost going to have you on. I think it was like three four months ago. And oh yeah, with uh, it didn't work out. Yeah, with David uh, David Blakesley. Had time crunches, so I think I was getting my daughter vaccinated that day, so it all worked out. Oh, hey, very important. Yeah, yeah. very That's very the best important. Excuse, best reason to miss the show. Yeah, exactly. But it, this is this is pretty big show, you know. Um, yeah, we got some big some news stuff today. going on. So, yeah, a lot of a yeah. lot of stuff going on. Well, I, I don't know. Have the interwebs been talking about some of this news a little bit? Maybe. 
Mm-hmm. Oh boy, this this is going to be some episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the internet. The internet. I don't know. They they've been very subdued this past week. I don't know what you guys are talking about. There's yeah. been no uh, chatter whatsoever. Uh, Everybody's been so whatsoever. nice and and reasonable, Pleasant. even keeled. Mm-hmm. You know, just really good, well thought out uh, observations. Yeah, I don't know. You guys are just that's, blowing this. That's the up internet to a T, right there. Yeah. They're know, very just... elevated discourse. Yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been really a wonderful week. Uh, and well, <laughs> we will get back to that. Um, I, I have a, a bullet on the outline that is just what is wrong with people, so that <laughs> we'll, we'll try to answer that question. I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't either. I have There's some a, thoughts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Again. It's not people on this show. If, no. If there's something wrong, if, well, in this sense, we want you to stop listening. That's, you, you have to, <laughs> it's a contract. So, uh, November, November's always a big month, and um, went extra this month. Jill, of course, we talked about 4K last week, and we I did. think we were convinced it was just going to be Kane. I think we said that, yeah. right? Yeah. So, are you surprised? I'm very surprised. And pleased. Oh. Me too. What, a, what about you, Mark? <laughs> oh yeah, I, this is this is this is amazing. I, I same thing. I, I figured Kane was coming, but I didn't figure they'd be releasing other uh, 4K titles right away. But it's a smart move. Smart move. Very smart. Yeah, or, or rather, rather, I should say, K. <laughs> I'm just gonna oh. see what you did there. Respond. <laughs> yeah, that was that was bad. Okay. Fellini. We, Jill and I talked about Fellini last month. Uh, the box set won the um, Ritrovato Award. So mm-hmm. hey, more Fellini. Well, no, it's all here on Criterion, so never mind. Well, just about. Um, but La Strada gets a breakout release. And, um, and smart. I, think I think that's smart. I yeah. think that's a, good, that's a good call on that. They did it with, with Berkman. Yeah, there's precedent. Yeah. Uh, no DVD, but we have an old one. Oh, actually, wait, is, is that in print? The, the DVD? It's not on the site. It makes me think it is out of print. I think that was the Studio, studio Canal. So yeah, wow. Okay. Well, we're going to get to the DVDs, but um, Joe, are you a fan of uh, La Strada? I am. Very good. And, you know, and this is such a um, like uh, uh, if they're going to pull one out, that's the one to pull out. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, it's a, cause it, it's yeah, a, it's that's a, a big, that's a big thing for someone, um, even just like, uh, uh, someone that may, I don't know. It's a big ask for someone to plop down the, the money for a Fleety box set. Although mm-hmm. everyone should, cause it's great. Um, mm-hmm. but La Strada is one of those that I think they do need to have it as a standalone. Um, cause that's a great entry point into his work. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it was one of my my early entry points. Uh, I think it was. I may have seen something neorealist, but this may have been the first one, and I was absolutely hooked after. So yeah, that's a good point. yeah, I think it's mine too. Um, it, it, it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, you don't want to start with eight and a half, um, or even La Dolce Vita. But yeah, those are the, the other big ones already have spines. Uh, so yeah, right, makes yeah. sense. Right. Fun movie. I mean, fun quotes fun you know it's obviously it's a Fellini it's not it's not uh, the Suicide Squad <laughs> uh, 
but the whole circus. I love uh, Anthony Quinn, um, and of course Messina mm-hmm. is you know one of my favorite actors actresses ever. Fantastic, yeah. It looks like the uh, the DVD is out of print, from what I can tell. I mean, at least you know looking at uh, at Amazon, there there's another DVD that is in print. Which I didn't realize they released uh, another version. Huh. So if you really need it, it's uh, it's out there. From I can't tell. Oh, it's a Korean DVD. Interesting. Huh. But it has huh. English, hold, English and Korean subtitles. So, yeah. Hold that thought. We we have we're going to talk a lot about uh, DVDs. Hmm. Um, Knights of Kiberia is also out of print, um, and that's uh, a interesting. What a Messina performance there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe that'll be the next one. So uh, we remember last week, Jill. Like I have to ask, <laughs> do you remember last week? <laughs> We heard rumors of a kung fu set, or we not wasn't specific kung fu. It was martial arts. And we're like, hmm. right. So it is uh, once upon a time in China, and I have nothing. I haven't That's seen. Right. Haven't seen this, Mark. Have you? Yeah, me neither. Nope. Yeah, completely. This is blind. totally, totally new to me. Okay. Well, it's pretty. Uh- <laughs> yeah, that cover is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Really hmm. Are we gonna talk covers on the show today? Um, I mean, yeah, maybe it might come up. I want to, I want to save one of them <laughs> for later. But yeah, the this artwork does look pretty, pretty awesome. Um, that full page poster, did you see that? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it's tremendous. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm finding. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm looking go, for it. I would go to the site and look at it. It looks looks gorgeous. That's what I'm- what um, I'm working on. <laughs> you, you'll get you guys. You guys are getting some real. <laughs> I'm like wet. I'm like clicking around. Like where is it? Uh, <laughs> this is the part of the episode where we go to Criterion's website. We we click things. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. oh yeah, that's oh yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have not had that much coffee this morning, so. I might edit that, yeah. so it sounds like you were just <laughs> you were just <laughs> had it there the whole time. We'll see, uh, we'll see. Um, and I, I, I think we should plug Jill that we are going to be talking about martial arts movies with um, somebody cool, uh, and yes. I think it'll be next month. And I think that well, two people that are cool, and I think mm-hmm. they're going to do most of the talking because I have very little. But, oh yeah, but I am excited for this release. Um, so, Mark. Yeah, this is um, you know a wonderful another box set. I mean, it might be the release of the month if not for another release. But uh, and it's I, people remember Eureka put this out a year or two mm-hmm. ago. Um, mm-hmm. But if if you have that, it might be worth. Of course, it's worth owning both. But th- this one has you know uh, all five. Is it five films? Yeah. yeah, and then there's more. There's a sixth film, which is actually Once Upon a Time uh, in America, I believe, is a sixth film. So the, the Eureka one only includes one through three, and then Once Upon a Time in America, so in part six, I guess. So it's kind of interesting. I've heard that four and five aren't considered good, but I, you know, I don't really have a frame of reference. Uh, but I'm I'll still, you know, it, it's gonna be in my house. <laughs> that is a box. So yeah, this is it. gonna be this is gonna be a, a instant purchase for me too because it looks pretty badass. Yeah, and it's pretty stacked uh, interviews. Um, lots of them, uh, do- a documentary about a real life martial arts hero. Uh, I think there was something. Uh, there's a, a, a something. Of, I think there was a 
yeah, excerpts from a masterclass given by martial arts. So we're going to learn a lot about martial arts just by watching this box set. I think that's cool. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Education, fellas. Okay, well, we'll move on. <laughs> oh, and yeah. by the way, Lestrada, I, I forgot to mention that mm-hmm. I think the only difference between the DVD and the Blu-ray is it has an English dub. And I actually think that's pretty okay. cool because Anthony Quinn, you, you know how I'm, we all know that all Italian movies were dubbed. And then, you know, that's not Anthony Quinn's voice to an Italian. Maybe he could speak Italian, Mm -hmm. but not that well. So I might actually (laughs) watch it in English. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So 4K. You ready? Mark, you want to take this one? Do it. Let's do it. So, yeah. I mean, the the next title, uh, Once Upon a Time in China, is November 16th. And then again on November 16th, we have the first... And that's interesting to say, based on what's coming out a week later, but the first 4K release for Criterion, Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. In a two-disc, uh, $50 MSRP. Uh, I just I, I mentioned that because I know there's been some consternation about that. But <sighs> Blu-ray 4K <laughs> release, and it uh, looks amazing. Is there any difference between the... Um blu-ray i don't think there is it looks like the same supplements yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. so basically taking the old package and adding um the uh yeah the 4k so same soundtrack um Mm 5.1 is on there so now it does say new 4k digital restoration on the 4k disc but on the blu-ray it says restored 4k digital digital transfer so I, i don't know if it's actually a new restoration, or if it's the, I would think it's the the, the old restoration, quote unquote old, uh, that was on the Blu-ray, just you know, in full 4K glory. I seem to remember. Was this a teal controversy? There was something with that old. Maybe print. I feel mm. there's always some controversy with any David Lynch. There's that comes always out. a teal controversy, yeah. but not from our listeners. Our listeners are, are no. good people. No, never, mm-hmm. never, never. Thank you, listeners, for being. So I think cool. I, I remember <laughs> supplements being a concern. Just that you know the lack of supplements, uh, but. But what do you? I mean, I here's the thing, with Lynch, it goes back to that that meme where he's being interviewed and he's asked, would you care to elaborate upon that? And he says, no, <laughs> like, what are you, what are you looking for in these supplements on a David Lynch? You're not going to get your answers. Yep. Come Actually, on. I want that one. I want, that. <laughs> I want a lot of <laughs> long questions and brief, surly. Uh, no, I, I want the okay. video of uh, over and over on a loop of uh, Lynch asking you know talking about someone trying to watch a movie on an iphone i could just watch that forever on a loop. I, I want him to do an audio commentary while somebody is watching a phone on an iphone <laughs> yeah it'd be so good it'd be awesome you know i bought um you guys saw the the little um what did jack do right you mm-hmm. guys saw that mm-hmm. yep and uh they put out a uh 45 single of um jack cruz singing and uh i ordered that for my husband thomas for just like a just because gift (laughs) and so we have this little little record downstairs and the art the cover 
uh, artwork for it looks like somebody totally did did that in like paint, like MS, <laughs> MS paint, paint, you no. know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, just just a little random aside. Does it it's have one great. Of those we it, little sleeves, you know, the like an actual picture sleeve instead of a, yeah, it's yeah. a it's it's a picture sleeve, yeah. and it's of Jack Cruz hmm. on the front, the monkey, mm-hmm. and um, it is like just very badly done artwork and uh every we put it on and listen to it quite often <laughs> it's great so so, so the, the, yeah. the terrible artwork that has not impacted your um your no. experience listening to that no okay. wow it is it has done wow. it has done nothing but <laughs> in, enhance it um this so. this one I, I, I we have to mention mark we have history with this movie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we, we almost had the a, ghost of Aaron uh, this morning trying to connect, and it reminded me of that episode, <laughs> the ghost of Trevor. This was actually the this was actually the most popular episode I think we've ever done, um, because we did a David Lynch, uh, well, Mulholland Drive episode close up. I think it was a great episode, and we got it got like. I wouldn't say viral, but it got uh, you know viral for us, and we mm-hmm. we landed in the top hundred podcasts for a couple of weeks. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. But the thing, First and only the thing is, <laughs> Trevor had some audio problems. Uh, we had Trevor mm-hmm. Barrett of Mooks and the Gripes, mm-hmm. great friend. Mm-hmm. We we totally edited him. Oh, I did. I spent like a weekend. I edited him <laughs> out of the show, and it still oh, no. worked. It was a great it's episode. How it worked. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been better with Trevor, but yes. So you totally like lynched him out of like not lynched him. <laughs> Jill. Jill, good one. Jill is not going to be a host on Jeopardy podcasting. Like I, that. I meant to say, <laughs> you did some Lynchian magic mm, and yes. and yeah, no well, lynched. The, yeah. the funny thing is, I, re- I remember like you know, there'd be Trevor would answer a question and then Mark would come up with something, and of course it's not really related to what i said it's related to what trevor said but it still worked so anyway still worked. It's fine. Uh, i don't even i think that shows offline too i gotta get that feedback up but um yeah 50 bucks um are you i don't know if you own this jill but uh i get, get, probably both of you do are you rebuying this yeah is it, is it worth it i may probably not i don't know we'll have to see hmm. I may Mark? wait a bit because I, I've got the I might. I've got the blue and uh, the 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 odd thing, which is kind of sad for me being I guess being a cinephile. My main TV is still my old plasma. We have a 4K mm-hmm. uh, in another room, but it doesn't have HDR, and so I'm 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 buying 4K discs but using the Blu-ray mm-hmm. currently, which is kind of odd. Interesting. But, yeah. So I might wait on this a little bit, but I definitely do want it at some point. So yeah, I mean I'll see what. You know, I'll let some other folks take a look at it and compare. And if it's not, um, yeah, it's, we'll see. It's got to pass the teal test, basically, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what I did? What did you do? I bought it, of course. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, it's one of my favorite movies, and I, I I haven't seen it since we did that episode, Mark. So what is that? Probably yeah, same. At least at least three years, maybe four, maybe longer, actually. Um, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just would love to see it in 4K. It's worth it. Um, yeah. Let's see. The next title. Oh, mm. What's the next title? Oh, Let me look. It's There's a lot of Calvin Klein jokes. I'll just it's say an that. Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Oh. 
No. Yeah, it's Adam Sandler's uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler's remake of Citizen Kane with Citizen his friend Kane, which Rob I Schneider. Would watch. <laughs> which I would do? watch, even with Rob Schneider. Um, no, we've got Citizen Kane. Mm. Dun, da, da, da. Is this any good? It's okay. I don't know. Yeah. You know. It's all right. Is this, is this a big deal? Mm. Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, it's a big fucking deal. <laughs> yeah, it's it's big. And, you know, um, everybody's very happy. Yeah. With no, everything about no this complaints. release. Yeah. No complaints. Everyone's just being nice and, yeah. Mature. Enjoying. Yeah. Yes, mature is the word. Yeah. So I, I got to tell you all, I, I moderate a, um, a very large uh, Criterion group, on, in addition to Criterion Now, Um Mm-hmm. And um, it's a pretty good group. I, I, Mark, I think you're in there. Jill, I don't know about you, but it's... Um, cri- I don't know if I am. Criterion considered. I think there's about 14,000 people. I think I spent more time there <laughs> this week this than week. I did at my job. Than yeah. doing your 40-hour... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I believe it. Um, you would delete, not... It delete, got so delete. bad. People were, like, complaining about the cover. And then people were complaining about people complaining about the cover. And then people were complaining about people complaining, complaining about the cover. So, uh, so we we people were just being mean. I I can't imagine why people get so worked up. So we just had. And meanwhile, this is 4K. This is Citizen Kane. Like this is like everything everybody wanted, except it just has a letter. So I, we had to delete every single post. I actually posted a, a sticky saying all discussion come he- comes here, and people still took shots. Of course, I just tossed them. <laughs> one person called uh you know the people whiny nerds he he um he now has <laughs> has another group to find so anyway <laughs> let's we have friends on here uh Farron, civil we, people yeah i mean this the release is uh yeah we have Farron Nime um who's got an interview and let's see, we've got Craig Barron and Ben Burt talking about the special effects, which, I, you know, I love them. Any mm-hmm. any presentation, I've talked about them before on the show. Mm-hmm. I always, when they do their um, presentations, their Academy Conversations at the TCM Film Festival, I'm I'm always there. Um, let's see, what else? And Craig's in, I mean, the, in our just, group, by the way. He's actually in both of those groups. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder what cool, he thought. Cool dude. <laughs> He's great. Uh, uh, we have an essay by Bill Goberry, um, which I'm really looking forward to that. And um, three commentaries. Yeah. Three? Yeah. Including a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Naramore and Rosenbaum. Um, so we get, we get the Bogdanovich from 2002. Yeah. There's a lot of oh. new, uh, I was trying to compare and I, I really got lost trying to compare this to the 70th anniversary blu-ray um you know from warner brothers and it's it's mm-hmm. it's hard to like you know mix and match and figure out what's what's there so i'm just yeah focused on the new stuff the new interviews mm-hmm. video essay program yeah. doc it's uh it's a beast four discs four discs yeah. what's funny is i have the 75th anniversary <laughs> edition um uh, what do you think can we expect 85 <laughs> and i think we can <laughs> it won't, probably won't be Criterion. What uh, I wa- what I want is like one of those big, um, you know. I have the Casablanca and the Singing in the Rain box sets where they did. I can't even remember the the anniversary on them, but like the Casablanca one had like coasters. 
Oh, and nice. then the singing in the rain one came with an umbrella. Oh, yeah. So, like, I want a box set with, like, a sled mm. and a mini, like, an easy bake oven, like an incinerator. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's you a know, spoiler, though. Yeah. Where you can, you can plug uh. and you and you plug <laughs> it in and you can burn, you can throw the sled in. <laughs> That's what I want. It's a, like, a little so, baby. So, you know awesome. what? Damn it, Criterion. You know, come on. There should be, Get with it. There should be more Citizen Kane toys, I think. Action figures. <laughs> Absolutely. The giant K's Absolutely. on the cover. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Agreed. One of my one of my treasured box yeah. sets, or not treasured box releases, is uh, the my big Lebowski that's in a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not, not Criterion related, but it's... Yeah, it's gonna be tough so. to shelve. Wow, <laughs> well, it's not an actual bowling ball. Yeah. It's a plastic. Oh. I want ball. a broken. I want. I want a box set with a broken snow globe in it. <laughs> I want to go. Bold you know, a bald wig. I want a bald wig so that you can have your own like old man tantrum. <laughs> you know, I just really think that Criterion could have done more. And a, a, a room you know? with a bunch of stuff to break. Is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I want a, I want a box with a man, uh, a man clapping, <laughs> an old man clapping. Um, so anyway. Oh, and you know, and, uh, and slip in some. What is it? Cigarettes, cigars that that uh, Joseph Cotton wants him to yeah. sneak into the old folks' home. Hmm. You know, typewriter. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, come on. There's, there's so many. There's so many things that they could have done with this box set, and they didn't. <laughs> they failed. And I'm just. <laughs> Up in our they arms. just really, <laughs> completely. It's just such a. Fail. You're just not buying it now, Jill. You know. No, I'm not. I'm know. not buying it. I am not buying this box set it's... until it comes out on 16K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this set is seriously. This is stacked. I mean, I don't. It's amazing. Yeah. I, this actually makes the word stacked uh, kind of weak. Um, and it, yeah, so we talked about the price point, Jill, and I think it pretty much. This is our, what we expected. Uh, you know, they. Is yeah. An extra disc, and frankly, sixty bucks, which will be half off at some point. Yeah. So thirty. Well, bucks. and it's actually for it's actually forty seven ninety six right now mm-hmm. yeah, on the website. That's, so it's that's not little, bad. You know, shaved off that MSRP. So, but you know, thirty yeah. bucks for all this. I, I can't. I, yeah. No complaints. Oh yeah. It, and if you're if you're Blu-ray only, it's going to be twenty five bucks because it's a fifty dollar MSRP. So there you go. Yeah. 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 So not bad at all. All right. Anything left to say about Kane? Just interesting that it's. Um, I, I just wondered. I mean, this totally makes sense, but it's spine one one zero four, not spine one. You know, they didn't they didn't reset the D, DVD. You know, spines mm-hmm. and go back to the laserdisc spine of spine one, which expected mm-hmm. that wouldn't happen. But I thought they might actually take four K. I think there was some discussion about making it its own own thing and starting over with mm-hmm. spine one with Citizen Kane, but that didn't happen either. So. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and Jill, we we had talked about, I think it was Spine Eleven Hundred or Eleven Eleven, The Shrinking Man, mm-hmm. or that was Eleven mm-hmm. Zero, yeah, Eleven Hundred, uh, and how mm-hmm. we thought maybe they were trolling us, and of mm-hmm. course Keith, as you all remember, had predicted this as Spine One Thousand, and we were all convinced mm-hmm. <laughs> until Godzilla happened. So th- this might have been like a a, a a troll by not making the spine special you think from criteria yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or if it's just a, whatevs. It's 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 a great movie. I mean, it does does it need it doesn't need it. It's it's you know it it's on its own. It stands on its own. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need anything, mm-hmm. any symbolic anything, you know. And what's more important, which we'll get in, we'll get more into that as we discuss other things mm-hmm. um, later. But you know, it doesn't it doesn't need it. Yeah, it's more important that it comes out in November when people are doing Christmas shopping. There's a sale going on. That's right. And they're not going to wait or you know for just for when that spine comes on the calendar. Um, they're going to they're their company. It's the time of year that people send their children away forever. So it's perfect. <laughs> forever and to never to come back to never come back home okay we had yeah. another 4k disc and uh, we talked about it last week uh mm-hmm. we hadn't seen it menace to society uh so this is also no, same day as kane um yeah mark have you seen this i haven't no i missed this from the, oh, well, wow. the time frame unfortunately yeah okay, big blind wow. spot all right i still don't remember much from it but i remember liking it so i'm i'm mm-hmm. cool with it so i bought it too Jill, you <laughs> very. I, I'm very excited to revisit it because it's been a very long time for me as well. Okay, what was it? I have two commentaries with the older comment commentaries. Um, a featurette called Gangsta Vision from, with, which sounds cool. That's from 2009, so probably from a um, a DVD. Uh, and then uh, interviews, conversations with different people. I like that they have a, a conversation with Alan Hughes and uh, Bill Duke and Elvis Mitchell because remember mm-hmm. Bill Duke did. Um, deep cover and he's working on a new movie mm. that I, I'm excited about yeah so this is going to be a great release I can't wait for it um, yeah. yeah and Sister Hyde did the cover um, so I'm really excited about that too I love their work are we talking and, about covers uh, this episode um, <laughs> is that a boycotted uh, subject <laughs> I think we can talk a cover all right, so let's let's get into the K. Uh, all right, do you guys care? Yeah. Do you care about the K? I love it. Ditto. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's. I mean, sometimes simple is best, and frankly, I think that K is damn sexy every time I see it. I think it looks. Yeah, it's amazing. I love well, the look of it. You know what? What are you gonna do for this movie? Mm-hmm. You know, like what do you? what can you possibly do for it it's it, it is so enormous the 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 you could release it with with yeah. a, a sled and, and a you know incinerator i'm just saying you you could you could i mean besides <laughs> that we've already we've already discussed what you know the failures of this release. right right no i mean what what are you going to do and it is pulled from the title mm-hmm. it's the font of the title mm-hmm. it um it also ties into the opening of the film with the k on the on the gate um and it i'm hoping that this bad boy is gonna fold out and we're gonna get the entire title or um citizen kane um Maybe not. Oh, it's we'll gonna see. fold. It's gonna fold. <laughs> and and I, you know, I think it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, it's just a, I a, think it's a wonderful gonna... monument to the film. Really, you know, it's it, it just it, it fits the aesthetic 
of uh, the film, you know, with the, the, mm-hmm. the black and white and the camera angles. And it's just, yeah, it, I, I, I was so surprised by the, the reaction. I really was. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a brick release. You know, it's kind of yeah. like those old dual formats. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, you know, this, the C, I, I think people are, you know, the, the wacky C, you know, it's a, it's not black. It's not white. It's shades of gray. And it's right. in the corner, so it's CK. And yes, I saw the Calvin Klein jokes. They are funny. There have been some funny stuff. They very. I, I am having some, you know, uh, my friend Drew. He uh, he started sending instead of just re- like when he's texting his wife. Mm-hmm. He's you know, and he replies with just K. You know, <laughs> he's been sending her just the picture of the cover every time he replies. Like okay, you know, <laughs> he sends that, which is pretty great. So I do love the jokes and the memes that are coming out of it. It's fun. Uh, But anybody that's getting like really upset over this needs to get a life. Yeah. Yeah. We (laughs) don't, we don't want you those listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It Um, it makes me think, I mean, it was some real publicity for Criterion. And I mean, is it still true? I I think it is in this case that any publicity is good publicity publicity as they say you know i think so oh yeah and i mean what i love about this movie and and is that it's still controversial after all this time Mm. you know it was extremely controversial when it came out it you know hurt wells's career um you know i it's still making waves all these years later and Mm -hmm. so i think that he would be really tickled yeah who knows if he would like the cover or not Mm -hmm. but i think he would he would be really tickled that people are still getting hacked off (laughs) you know about about anything to do with this movie or you know anytime there's a new poll that comes out sight and sound or whatever and and kane is at the top or close to the top you know it's just it seems like every few years this movie you know gets people stirred up i love it yeah and sight and sounds the next ones i think is it next year because vertigo Uh, um, took its place and uh i kind of wonder if yeah tons of publicity you know people and yeah it's like the sacred cow oh citizen kane's boring what's next you know Mm -hmm. that's that's a little tired Mm -hmm. but but it it exists but i kind of wonder if like this all this attention, this great set, you know, these commentaries, people are going to learn a little bit more about the filmmaking that, you know, we, we all, I think, know it's masterwork. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ebert's commentary, we didn't mention that, is actually a really good commentary. Uh, mm-hmm. But I wonder if it'll hit number one again. Number mm-hmm. one with a bullet. It might. Yeah. It might. Maybe that means Criterion's putting out Vertigo uh, next year. Oh, my God. <laughs> or maybe the birds. For the sight and sound. Could be the birds. <laughs> yep. The birds might be number one. <laughs> yeah. Rod Taylor, best actor ever. Um. <laughs> oh, I love him. But, yeah. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, no DVDs. So uh, there was an email. Because mm-hmm. Jill and I, we talked offline. Uh, a little concerned. But there, I'm. There's an email. That's, uh, I'll put the Reddit thread on the um, in the show notes. But somebody from Criterion emailed a uh, Reddit Reddit user about their DVD policy and said, I'll just paraphrase. Uh, I recommend you read it. Said that they're not done with DVD. They are ju- just it's you know 
it's shrinking, the market shrinking, um, and they're only going to focus on DVD when there is not a DVD already in existence, and and and, mm. and it doesn't have to be Criterion. So say, right, say we're right about um, Maltese Falcon, you know, that would probably be a 4K and Blu-ray because there's probably a ton of mm-hmm. DVDs. What do you, right. What do you think? Does that make you feel better about it? Yeah, it does. I mean, because again, my, you know, I've said, I will say this, I've said it before, I'll say it every time this comes up, is my concern is uh, access. And so as long as a film is available, um, you know, in its intended form, so it has not been edited in any way, it has Mm -hmm. not been, uh, you know, panned and scanned, as long as a film is available, um, I'm fine with that because accessibility accessibility is the um, number one concern for me. And, you know, there's been a lot of chatter about the DVD thing. And, you know, some people get, you know, get a little snobby about DVD. Um, and I don't think they mean to be. Um, but there are, you know, when it comes to libraries, you know, a lot of libraries are not allowed to purchase anything but DVD. Uh, their funding sources will only allow for it because they have mm-hmm. to be able to reach the most amount of people as possible. And if you have a Blu-ray player or a 4K player, you can play a DVD. And so they have to buy the product that reaches the most people. That That's just how it is. And the same goes for a lot of colleges and universities you know, a lot of them only have DVD. And so I know that seems really unbelievable to some people, but that's just how it is. Um, And I know that, you know, I would love if um, going into the future that maybe Criterion works out something with libraries for, to have uh, the channel available for patrons. Um, But there's still like here in Atlanta uh, at, in our library system, we don't have like canopy. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and we're, we are a major city and we do not have access to canopy and it's because it's cost prohibitive. It's, it's very, very yeah. expensive. Yeah. New York right. doesn't have it either. I'm a, a lot of, it's, no. it's going, yeah, they're removing it from a lot of cities just because it's, it's too expensive and libraries, you know, they're, it's insanely expensive and mm-hmm. they have to pay per stream. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's been a lot of that. Well, why don't, you know, why don't they stream? And then a lot of people don't have good internet access and a lot of people don't have the ability to stream. So I do, ask people i know that when it comes in terms of you know blu-ray and um and 4k are you know vastly superior in terms of quality but not everyone has cutting edge media equipment and the average viewer doesn't really understand the purpose of that and so um we, I, I beg all of our listeners and everyone uh, who collects DVDs and Blu-rays and all that, just to, you know, simmer down a little bit. Um, <laughs> no one's, no one's forcing you to buy DVD, but it being available is not um, hurting anyone. It's yeah. only helping. Um, so I'm very glad that they're not getting rid of of that completely. So, 
Yeah, you know, if we, if we polled our listeners, I'm willing to bet that 99.9% of them probably blue. Um, I, and I think probably Criterion being boutique, um, you know, the DVD market is still very much real for like new movies. Uh, you know, people are going to. I mean, DVDs outperformed mm-hmm. or outsold last year. So I don't know how long that's going to hold, but I mean, I don't know. I just. Um, I am glad that they are committed to making sure that if there isn't a DVD version that they are going to put it out. And I do hope that if they end up phasing it out um, for general public, that they do consider offering some sort of direct sales to libraries um, and great. learning institutions. Well, so. less DVDs but, are you going know, it's not their Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, and, you know, and I will say that they're, they are a business and mm-hmm. they are by, they are not obligated to provide this stuff. Um, so I am very appreciative that they are um, at least being considerate mm. of that. Yeah, there's so. got to be a, an in, it's an interesting business decision because, you know, they've got to figure that, um by doing this, there might be a loss of some sales to libraries. Um, but, you know, on the other hand, right. it, it allows them to focus uh, on, you know, in some cases, the other the other two formats. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and li- when I go down to our little library branch down here, I mean, there's a ton, a ton of criterion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you know, even if there's a movie that's available on, on another uh, label... It's Criterion. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. it. They, they yeah. know which version to buy. So. But right. They, they won't have Kane, right. at least not uh, not this Kane. No. Uh, but I, I, I no. do I do like yeah Criterion's a business, but their mission, even though you know they, they do have a mission where they care about you know preserving film and having film right. be accessible, and you know that the channel I, they have a ton of stuff on the channel, even though yeah not everybody has great connections, but I like that they kind of. They care that they're thinking about this and looking yeah. at other editions. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to buy a DVD of a Criterion. I think that would be weird. No, uh, library people no. will not get the best prints, and but that's okay. You know, I, at least they can see yeah. the movie. Yep. So, well, I have some friends that when they do the when Barnes and Noble does the sale or whatever, or or the or Criterion does a flash sale, that they'll have X amount of money budgeted out, and they will say, okay, well, I want to get the most that I can. And so they may buy some on Blu-ray and mm-hmm. they may get a couple on DVD. They make that decision. And because for them, they want to be able to get the most that they can for the money. And so there is some of that that goes on. I mean, I know that a few years ago, I mean, I bought How Sue on DVD mm. because I wanted to get like three or four other things and I only had so much money to spend. And now I kind of regret and I wish I had, ponied up the extra you know 10 bucks or whatever but i mean i made that decision um at the time so i could get more so Mm -hmm. i know that there are some people that do that but you know i could most of us are going to go for the go for the better format yeah i I could see the library buying the blue here and because it's three discs so they that's really it's possible they could put all three as you know separate items so maybe i don't know yeah possible yeah 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 my my local library has some i mean they they are mostly dvd but there's some instances where they've bought the blu-ray if it's dual format or if that seems to be the only thing that they can they can provide 
Right. So, right. You know, and there are, you know, and there are ways that you can, as a library, library patron, which if you aren't, you should be, we should support our mm, libraries. Absolutely. Um, that you can actually put in requests for things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's how they can, the librarians can make an argument for something. So, you know, that's one of the things that you could do is go down to your local branch and say, hey, you know, we would love to, you know, I may actually do this for this Citizen Kane set. Nice. Is go down and say, hey, you, you know, I'd like to put in a request for this and see what happens. So there you go. Hey, libraries, more Kane go library. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> listeners. Let's let's have a, let's start a campaign. Go to your library and make, let's let's make this happen. Um, well, the, the last topic we had, I think we've kind of covered a little bit. Um, that's what's wrong with people. Um, but just to tie a bow on it, um, I'm sure we probably still have some comments. But so it was trending on Twitter because of people hating the cover. I think probably both reasons. It, it was a big deal. But then the cover right. kind of gave it a little more life, um, uh, and then the the artist actually I, I felt bad for this actually had to oh god wrote a statement um, about what he was thinking I don't think he had to do that, and then no. there's another article I don't know the pub- publication cbr.com that talked about how mm. Criterion Collection cover mocked and 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 they posted some of the tweets uh, and some of really, as we mentioned there were there were funny things about the cover I laughed a lot this week. Um, I cried a yeah. lot this week too. <laughs> so, so, what is wrong with people? <laughs> you know, I, I looked at the, the artist when he, like, quote tweeted Criterion's announcement, and he was like, you know, my latest cover. And then mm-hmm. people were like jumping in his mentions and just being total dicks. And I'm like, you know, you guys are just jealous. Stop it. Like, you know, oh, I could have done. I could have opened up. Photoshop and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. no, you couldn't have. Mm. Yeah, there was that. So how long, I, how long just, did it take you? Comment. You, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. It, it's just it, nastiness. You know, ugh, people people suck. Except our listeners, they don't. Our suck. Listeners. That, that don't person suck. does does not listen to our show. I mean, actually, no, I, I absolutely. Did, not. I, I did laugh at that comment. It was a funny comment, but it was still mean. Um, it was super mean, super mean, and and you know this the the guy. I'm sure. I mean. Even if you have a tough skin, which if you do anything like this, you have to be um, ready for any kind of criticism. I used to, I used to get some really nasty comments when I was writing for Filmstruck, you know. And you ha- you have to let it roll off your uh, roll off you. But it does when there's so much negativity, it does affect you. Um, so I I kind of felt bad for the guy mm-hmm. this past week. Um, yeah, and also keep in mind that the the, the front cover is just a, a small piece, and I I did look at his work, and he does some interesting like cutout, I don't you know with with photos cutout art, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to, willing to bet that probably the cover is the least sophisticated part of it, you know. So I think there'll there'll be more interesting artwork inside the package. They they don't hire these guys just for one image; they hire them for to design. No, yeah. he didn't just go in and and cut out the k and and then five minutes later email it to criterion and go done it did that's not how that worked mm-hmm. at all and there was so and yeah. there was also a controversy <laughs> about mirror um because that they're like oh that takes five minutes and and i i wasn't too impressed with mirror i mean it probably wasn't mm-hmm. what i would have done but when i got it uh tarkovsky it was a beautiful package and the cover really yeah. really worked yeah with the digipack and yeah. yeah it looks great 
Mm-hmm. What do you think, Mark? What's wrong with people? I, I don't know. I think they just, it, it's almost like piling on. You know, they need something to to uh, complain about. And once that ball got rolling, I think people just, you know, kept coming up with, with new things. I mean, I did like the, I think my favorite's probably the baseball uh, with the Ks. And I, I hope that that, <laughs> that that image is great. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, or the, the, the special K cereal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, people are like, what happens at the store when they put three of them next to each other? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of, you know. lot of stuff. They're like, oh, okay. uh, when I hear K, I think of KKK. No, I think it's like whatever letter of the alphabet. Uh, it's it's mean, a letter. You know, it's a letter. And and again, yeah, people just, you know, there's always, a, you know, on Twitter, we talk about there's always the character of the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody likes to be um, uh, outraged about something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's justified. Um, but this this was the thing that people were, you know, outraged over this past week. And I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> God, really? Is there's this, bigger is things this to worth be it? <laughs> um, yeah, there's like a pandemic. Yeah. Actually, that, that probably contributed. Everybody's in their house still, you know, probably more now because of the variant. But you know, but you know, if this had come out, you know, Spine 1000, like, we, you know, we all thought. Right. Everybody would have been losing their shit then, too. You know, yeah. it. you know, it's... when everybody has their own ideas about how things should be and you know even if they had done something more elaborate which whatever that would I mean it doesn't matter a film of this um, that has this much hold on cinematic history and the, the gravity of of this film mm-hmm. everybody's gonna it, it, no one's gonna be happy yeah and i don't know, if, know. A, if a lot of people know this about me um i i know both of you do but i actually was a graphic designer and i built a graphic design company and it went well and i sold it to another company and i went to work for them and even though it's been a while i mean the just the tenets of graphic design haven't changed you know you don't want to just like smother uh, an image with um just noise you, you know you, sometimes right. less really is more and yeah if, if I think about approaching the cane cover if I if and I, I was never that good enough to um to to do something like that um you know I, I would think about the positioning I would think about the space you know even with the sea as we talked about um it's not about so it, it would not have been a five-minute project it would have been you know, there probably would have been a lot, a lot of discussion and conception. Um, so yeah, I, I think a lot of times people just don't understand typography and graphic mm-hmm. design. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, it, it looks it's better than say. some of the past. Uh, I, I, there's one tweet, yeah, you I know, mean, about the I think the Warner Brothers Blu-ray book or whatever it is that has oh yeah, you know, Wells terrible. above uh, Orson Welles, Citizen Kane's seventieth. It's yeah, it's not a good good cover. Yeah, I've got the. I'm I'm looking at the. I have just a Warner Brothers, just a basic Blu-ray um, in my hand right now. And this one has, you know, kind of a Dutch angly looking uh, of of uh, Kane behind the podium with the, you know, with the poster behind him, with his, with his political poster behind him. Okay, fine. Does, I mean, doesn't impact the movie. I'm still... 
No, and at the very top, it's got, you know, Orson Welles in kind of a, a muted gold, and it has the Citizen Kane, the same typeface from the title. So at least, you know, they did that. That's something. But it's very, I mean, okay. That's boring. <laughs> you know, and on the back, it has kind of a, a collage of different Im- images from the film, which is just stupid. <laughs> so, you know, I... I you know, I, I'm just glad that we whatever. have Citizen Kane, and I I'm gonna cancel yes. my Thanksgiving plans because I want time to watch that that hmm. sucker. So uh, I, I'm <laughs> actually not not lying. I probably will. Um, <laughs> all right, well that's it for Kane. Uh, I do want to shout out Mike McQuaid. Um, I'm put, gonna put his a link to his website on in the show notes. Uh, it really does some great work, and maybe that'll give us give us some idea what we can expect inside the package, uh, other than A and E. Um, so, yeah, shall we move on? Let's do it. All right. Well, Jill, you and I have talked about, I think, these the upcoming slate quite a bit lately. Uh, <laughs> we have. So it, feel free to chime in uh, if you have any th- thoughts. But recently we have Afterlife, La Piscine, Deep Cover, and Working Girls. And then, mm-hmm. um, well, I'll ask Mark, do you have th- any thoughts on those? Yeah, I mean, these are all great. I was kind of thinking about... Um, you know what's what I'm most excited to see. the The premise of Afterlife really excites me, uh, plus the director uh, Karita. But I, I'm thinking actually, Working Girls is probably the one that's most likely going into the player for date night. I really haven't seen it and uh, really mm. interested to see that one. So Working. I Girls. don't know about date night. It's a, it's great. It's great. I don't know about date night though. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I keep picking the wrong movie for date night. I mean, let me tell you, my husband and I went to see uh, a screening of M on our anniversary mm. okay. one year. The Lang M? You so, guys are cool. I mean, I guess what, yeah. what other M is there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and we and one of our earliest dates was we saw uh, Eyes Wide Shut opening weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's perfect. And yes. your marriage survived. So, yeah, still yeah. I mean, we've been married for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take that however you want. Yeah. How, imagine if Criterion does 4K M and puts M on the computer. <laughs> I think you just called the December release, uh, Aaron. Nice I think what they'll do is they'll just like make it the most elaborate cover ever. It'll just mm-hmm. be like a collage of M's. They're gonna go, they're gonna go for one letter movies from here on out. You know what? And, and maybe they do pie. M and they put a they put them next to each other and we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. Okay. All right, so coming soon. Uh, <laughs> we have Company, Original Cast Album, Ashes and Diamonds, <laughs> Beasts of No Nation, and I think the only one Jill and I we haven't talked about is Mona Lisa. That's in yeah. getting into September. Um, I'll kick it, to, kick it to you, Mark. Um, any thoughts on what's yeah. coming up? I mean, this is, this is exciting. I haven't actually seen any of them. I have the Mona Lisa DVD, which is out of print. Uh, but I, I think I'm actually most excited for ashes and diamonds because I've been waiting for an excuse to watch the, the, uh, the war trilogy. So, um, yeah, ooh, I think ooh. that's going to be the one. Yeah. Canals, uh, canals, my favorite of that. Um, yeah, it's good. Have you seen nice. that, uh, Jill? Mm-mm, I have not. Ooh, yeah, if you like war films with really awesome tracking shots, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, I'm right. PSA on company. Uh, we've had a, a conversation with uh, some uh, Sondheim experts because I was wondering which version of company the actual um, performance to watch first. 
And uh, I, uh-huh. I both um, Michael Hutchins, we all know him. He also has a website uh, that's a Sondheim re- reference. So he's a he, he's an expert hmm. on that. Um, yeah, he's an expert on a lot of things. He's and also Michael. Will Remmers, who's Will Remmers is just a you know a theatrical expert. Period. Um, and big mm-hmm. both big company fans. Well, not big company, the band, but <laughs> maybe they like them too. I don't know. <laughs> um, but they recommend. So I asked them, what should I watch first? And they said. Forget about the uh, read Wikipedia. I, I, they might not have said read Wikipedia, but actually listen to the actual album first, rather than, mm-hmm. and then watch uh, the. They were kind of divided. I think the Raul Esparza, um, and then there was another one. I forget uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, they were kind of on the fence. Which one of those? I think. Um, so I'm sure they'll correct me when they hear this. But um, but yeah. It's a lot of work to watch a Criterion, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know if it'll happen. I'm just sorry, guys. Um, okay. Restorations. Chess of the Wind. Did you all see that Facebook post I put up wow. in now? I, I it's did. A while. <laughs> it's going to be in the show notes. I think it's Film Foundation, so probably will be in the collection. But, man, I just... That's just... What a, what a time to be alive. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is, I mean, they thought this was lost, and they found a mm-hmm. uh, a print at a Tehran antique shop back in 2015, so. That's so yeah, wild. It's crazy. I was, and we talked about this, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is, you know, some, I think some time back. There's a nice article in Film Stage. Uh, if, if, this, if this doesn't grab you, I don't know what will. It says, over the course of its runtime, um, the... Yeah, chess game of the wind is a uh, manages manages to brilliantly oscillate between art house aesthetics and B movie sleaze. I mean, sign me up. Oh yes, <laughs> nice. Give yeah, me, give me. That grabs me. Love it. That grabs me. Thanks. Yeah, look forward to that, uh, boy. And just if you just look at the, that original, and and this is not the first time. I know. Uh, do you did you ever watch the Apu restoration um, supplement? The, either of you? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's, that, it's, they basically it's pulled that one from a fire and got it to this. That's pres- wild. Yeah, we actually are going to talk about somebody um, with somebody about film master. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll give it give it away. Um, New York Film Festival revival, revivals because he has a movie here. Um, I don't think he'll mind. Um, there's a lot of really cool new um, uh, revival screenings coming to the NYFF. And a lot of them have Criterion connections. But um, the one I'll point out first is Assault on Precinct 13, Hmm. which is from Death Crocodile. And some of you all know Craig Rogers. He's going to be on the show soonish. And we're going to geek out on restoration. It's going to be fun. So happy he got that. That's a a nice get for a a new label. Um, Have you seen it, Jill? Yes. Mm. Ah, Mm. love it. I, I love your, like breathy reaction <laughs> it's not quite a a gasp it's like a, it's, it's great yeah it's like i really just want to i'm so excited i might just like eat it cut like 10 10 of those and put them at the end of the show <laughs> no i won't do that to you uh we talked about adoption oh, last God. week uh what else is there yeah. i'm not gonna run through all of these but um well, this Bluebeard's Castle, the Michael Powell. Yeah. Hmm. Holy cats. Yeah, and uh, Film Foundation, 
I'm sure Scorsese is involved with this. Good old Marty. Oh, I'm sure. Good old Marty. And also Marty's Chest of the Wind. He's involved in that, too. Yeah, I mean, again, Mm -hmm. let the man make the movies he wants because he's doing some incredible shit Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. Yep. Yep. A couple of Janus titles Uh, here, too, with... uh, I, I don't know if these have come up before, but Mississippi Masala, the Marinere mm-hmm. film, 91. And I think you talked about this uh, in a previous episode, uh, Aaron, the Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song, Maria Van Peoples, oh, yeah. also Janice. So. Had, had yeah. a chance to see Hester the, Street. Yeah, that's a good one. Ratcatcher. Yep. Uh, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, there's uh, The Roundup, that's a Hungarian. So uh, the, I think we're expecting... Oh, that's a Kino Lorber. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Boy, I, I wish I was back in New York. There's, I would love to go to NYFF. Um, and uh, when I hung out with you know people like James and and um, Marcus and their friends, you know, I was so jealous of them talking about. Oh, what are you going to see at NYFF? Right. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Not <Man>. really. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and uh, what else is there? That's that's it. Yeah. So, um, should we do some short takes? Yeah. Sure. Well, Mark, you're yeah. the guest. Oh, I guess I, I'm going first. So, um, yeah, I recently saw this was kind of a, a whim pick. Uh, it was actually a pick for my biweekly movie group because it was on Prime. And, you know, so we, we used to meet in person, and mm-hmm. now we meet over Facebook Messenger and, you know, hit play on the player at the same time. So uh, we watched mm-hmm. the, the Parallax View, um, 1974. Alan Pakula. Juicy. It's it's still on Prime and Canopy, so if you you know if you're thinking about the disc but want to watch it first, uh, there it is. Uh, people probably know it's part of his Paranoia trilogy. It's right in the middle. So you got Clute 1971 in the collection, and then um, this in '74, and then All the President's Men at '76. Uh, you know the odd thing with this movie, it actually feels like it should be the third one. Because it's 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 to me it's it's a bit like a it feels like a sci-fi film with all the long shots and um, it's kind of mm-hmm. based on a not an alternate reality just a, almost like a enhanced mm-hmm. but crazily enhanced uh, reality um, and yeah I I really enjoyed this one even more than I thought um, you know I was reading a little bit the critic Jay Hoberman agrees with my feeling that it you know feels like a sci-fi movie um, kind of that you know, outsource assassin thing it's got mm-hmm. going on. And I'm not quite sure Warren Beatty is the best casting choice, but I, d- <laughs> I didn't feel, I didn't find him distracting either. I think he root for the guy, um, in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know, I mean the, the talk of this movie really is that brainwashing video. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, well, there's some other things too. <laughs> I I feel like it's a quick edit version of what people see on news channels. You know, it's it's kind of it mm-hmm. today. So you know, it it feels like uh, really portends uh, what we what what we're living in today a little bit. So yeah, this one really struck me. I I uh, I'm gonna keep going back to it. I I found a podcast. I think it's Matt Zollerseis. It's one of his favorite films as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah. you know, don't sleep on the Parallax View. It's a it's a good one. It's really good. Yeah. And uh, the Seattle Space Needle. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to be very careful. When, <laughs> oh, yeah, when I get that's right. <laughs> yeah. The ending, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love this film so much. Oh. And I, that ending. Those and long the way shots. It kinda, just, oh, yeah. Yeah, long take. And the, the way it kind of draws out, out um, you know, it's it's not in a hurry. You know, it just. Nope. No. It's all, all 70s. Yeah, definitely 70s film. 
That's all. It is a. It is very much a seventies <laughs> film. Which I mean, Warren Beatty, hard. No one was bigger. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, his hair had its own. <laughs> yeah. His hair probably had an action. Had its figure. own bi- Yeah. His own. Yeah. Its own. Yeah. I, I watched figure, Shampoo right. right before this for date night, and it was a rewatch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> like well, you one. finally got that a good date night movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I like what you said about that. This should be the the last because if you really think about it, it's kind of like the post Nixon movie. So yeah, yeah that, exactly. Uh, yeah, if I were, if, if somebody were approached, I think it's the best of those three. First, first of all, hmm. but I would probably recommend you watch it, Clute, President's Men, and then Parallax. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. good, Agreed. good choice. Thanks. What, what you got, Jill? So mine uh, is Holiday, nineteen thirty-eight. George Cukor, Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn, Lou Ayers, hmm. and this one was added into the collection. Was it last year? Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. In the last it, it, year or two. Recently, yeah, I think last year. Um, I saw, no, it would have been twenty late 2019 because um, I saw the restoration yeah. Yeah. at the TCM Film Festival in 2019, and that was the premiere of that restoration. Um, this has long been a favorite of mine. Um, it's one of four uh, films that, Cary Grant made with Catherine Hepburn. This is their second movie they made together. Um, and it is just such a sweet film um, and very weird for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, about free spirits and um, kind of breaking out of this. Um, you know whatever predestined you know life that they're supposed to live and um you know i was kind of feeling down in the dumps this past week and this movie never fails Mm. to perk me up that's a good one it's a sweet film have y'all seen it i haven't yes and and i i just i love kate hepburn and Cary grant so much and they are so good in this their their chemistry yeah I, i i recommend it mark um it is a good oh it's very good yeah, I have. What what other movies do they do together? Um, well, Philadelphia so Story. So their first one was uh, Sylvia Scarlet. Okay. And that one is also a Q core film, and um, that's where Cary Grant plays very close to his real self um, with the Cockney mm. accent because mm. that's what Cary Grant really sounded like. Um, and so that film is is good. Um, and then Holiday, and then they did um, Philadelphia Story, and then they did uh, Bringing Up Baby. Mm. Oh, right. So <laughs> yeah. we have three of their wow. four films let's, in the collection. Let's just get the other one and, and then make a box set. I'll buy them again. Yeah. I mean, come on. And we don't really have a g- good version of Sylvia Scarlet. Yeah. So, uh, and that movie kind of. That was before Cary Grant was really big. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's 1935-36. It was when he was um, about to leave Paramount to go um, freelance or you know independent, which you know stars didn't do then. Uh, but Paramount squandered him. They didn't know what to do with mm-hmm. him. So as like they did with so many other stars, like Gary Cooper and Frederick March, and mm-hmm. so. Um, 
Sylvia Scarlet kind of showed a side of him that they didn't really uh, know how to do when they were casting him and shit at Paramount. So Cucor knew um, Cary Grant's strengths. Yeah. Played them up. So yeah, I want to see that. I want some Cary Cockney. Um, well, I, boy, it's good. I probably should be careful. It's a weird movie. It's a real. Mm, I'd love some Carrie Cockney too. Let me tell you. Um, we are not going to be Jeopardy posts. I'm just saying. And I think he would. I think he would have been. He would have been fine with either one of us, Aaron. So uh, he 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 dipped in both pools. The door swung both but, ways. Um, I get it. Um, but good for, um, good for him. Which which just makes him all the sexier. Let me tell you. Um, no, um, it's not, it's a very odd, Sylvia Scarlet's a very odd movie, um, but, and it's, I wouldn't recommend it to just, like, you know, anyone, so it really, if you love Kate Hepburn, if you love Cary Grant, it's a, it's a must, and Edmund, uh, Edmund Gwynn's in it too, so, um, uh, yeah. And that disc also has the, uh, original, which is, um, not, not as good, but worth watching. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, I think it was 1930-ish, maybe maybe 31. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean the oh, the person. original's 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, mine. I'm gonna get some hate mail because I suck here. Um, one thing I recommend not doing, and I'm pretty good about not doing it, is don't bring your your mobile device with you when you watch an artistic movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And especially don't do that on a day when everybody is talking about the letter K. So. Hmm. <laughs> I watched, I put on, well, so I, I love Corita as well, um, Mark. Mm-hmm. I think you know that. And usually yeah. his movies flow very well. So, you know, we've talked about weeknight versus week um, weekend movies. Yep. Um, for me, Corita, you know, nobody knows, like Father Like Son, um, those could be weeknight movies. They're, they're, they flow very well for me. Afterlife is not so much a weeknight movie. Um, it's a, it was a little dry, and I've, I've, I, it's on me. I brought my iPad and I was just like, okay, hmm. And I kind of mm-hmm. just grabbed it and was like, okay, um, not literally, okay, <laughs> or just K. Okay. Um, and I was kind of like sucked into that, or, you know, a little curious about all the stuff happening. And so I, f- I didn't finish it until Tuesday, which uh, it's, like, it's almost like divided in halves, I think. So I really didn't get much of a good sense. So I really wasted the opportunity. I gave it a bad rating, but it's it's all me. I, I screwed up. So hmm. one day, I, it's probably a, a great, it's probably a masterpiece. So don't bring your iPad. Don't do it when you're preoccupied with um, people, <laughs> with what's wrong with people. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> uh, but I, I might watch the commentary. There's a, there's a good commentary on it. That might be a good way to kind of like get on its wavelength, which on... Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's uh, it's it's also very high concept, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Karita, which is unlike him. And I had a little trouble jumping on there, uh, especially when you're distracted. I yeah, it's all me. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> let's do piece of flair <laughs> before I get hated. Uh, Mark, what you got? Funny. So yeah, I I mentioned um, I think this was on on uh, Patreon content uh, that I've been getting into jazz. I just made a honestly, just made a conscious decision that. I love music and I have always appreciated jazz, but never considered myself an aficionado. And one thing I'll say to that is, um, 
it's a great decision on my part, but it's also been an expensive decision uh, from on the vinyl music front because um, yeah, jazz really sounds great on vinyl. Just the, the separation and oh, the yeah. bass is oh, I bet. is uh, is amazing. But I've been watching uh, over over time. It's taken a little while on purpose. Uh, the Ken Burns documentary Jazz, which is just a great uh, really encapsulation. I, I thought I was going to get a lot more of kind of that later you know, quote unquote, later jazz, you know, the 50s on getting into, you know, Davis and Coltrane, but it really starts at the beginning. um, And, you know, in the 1800s, and just works its way through. And you spend a lot of time on some of the old masters, you know, like um, Louis Armstrong and Billie Holiday. So it's, it's been a wonderful ride. I've got a couple episodes left. So I recommend that getting I got it from my library. And I also watched uh, recently Bird, uh, which is about Charlie Parker from Clint Eastwood. And Mm -hmm. that's another one. I I spread that over uh, a few nights, which wasn't a a great idea. Uh, But that's a good film. I don't know if you completely get a sense of the the man. Um, It is a really good performance from Forrest Whitaker. But uh, that's, uh, I mean, it's 1988 and it's, you know, two and three quarter hours long. It's really long. Uh, but it, it does plop you down in that time frame and give you a sense of the, the man a bit. So, yeah, I just wanted to plug something that's been fun and exciting to me to really get into this, you know, highly American um, art form that I just haven't appreciated as much. And a little shout out to our friend Eric Devins, who did a it's on hiatus, but did a history of jazz yeah, podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, he he really digs digs deep. So if you want something to kind of get you started that's a good way to to start so yeah yeah i hope he'll pick that he'll pick that back up uh, that was a, a really good project yeah really nice what you got jill all right so i'm i'm back at colombo watching a lot of colombo and uh we just uh watched the bye-bye sky high iq murder case episode with theodore Bakel, and my god that hmm. was so good I got to get um, on this train. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, it's, oh, it was so good. And the director um, of that episode was Sam Wanamaker, who um, was a actor-director here, and he ended up moving to the UK because um, he was, he was um, afraid he was going to be blacklisted um, because he was had a little commie running through those veins and uh, a little commie blood. Uh, no, cool dude, mm-hmm. seriously. And so he was, he was, uh, he, and one of the things he's known for is uh, he uh, restored the um, Globe Theater uh, in uh, the UK. So he wanted to restore the Globe Theater um, in the original location. Um, and so he, uh, that's kind of what he's known for best known for but he uh, was an actor too he was in um the spy who came in from the cold um and some other stuff and then he directed a lot of television including this episode Mm -hmm. and um there's a you know there's always great guest stars on these colombo uh episodes and this one's just completely stacked um so like you've got you've got a theodore bakel who is awesome Samantha Egger, uh, Sorrel Book, as you guys probably know, as Boss Hog from Dukes <laughs> of Hazard. Um, Kenneth Mars, who's yeah. so great. And then there's a brief cameo by a very young Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. So wow. um, just 
it was just a really fun, very fun episode. And then Ellie, you know, the last episode talked about the birds <laughs> and how that did not go over well. <laughs> and, you know, few people have been ragging me online. Really? <clears throat> you, you get some grief and, for that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I had mentioned that after uh, I turned it off, she went to watch Roman Holiday mm. and we, uh, I ended up just putting on the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh instead. But last night she got to watch Roman Holiday. So, was there know. any murdering in, in that movie that I forgot when I recommended mm. it? Um, it seems pretty saccharine, but I, I love it. Um, what did yeah, she think? It's good. Oh yeah, she's seen it before. Mm. Oh, she had. Okay. Uh, so she, yeah, she loves it. So, uh, you know, the only thing that's, you know, when when Gregory Peck loses his hand in the lion's mouth, I mean, God, it's pretty pretty oh. violent. A lot of blood. Yeah. I completely hmm. forgot about that. <laughs> and it really shows up on that Paramount Blu-ray that came out. I mean, oh, I bet. the blood splatter. Hmm. I bet. Um, you, you both know that uh, often I bought stuff while podcasting. Um, and as you were talking, mm-hmm. Jill, I found mm-hmm. Colombo complete Blu-ray box set, <laughs> 35 discs, $370. Wow. I did not buy that. But I put it on my wish list. No. <laughs> well, so that is like an import because it's not there has not been a blu-ray here so i just have the dvd set Mm. and wait until um the next like amazon sale or whatever you can get it for like 28 bucks oh really like the the dvd Mm -hmm. yeah it's i know that's all it is but all it's available (laughs) on but um yeah i got the whole complete every movie done all of it for 28 bucks yeah so hold off get it from your library until they do that and i bet they have it you want yeah. to save some money yeah, probably yeah. um and you know the criterion guy was not wrong when you upscale you have these nice players dvds do look better so uh, yeah, yeah i might just do that good advice mm-hmm. jill you saved me yeah it looks it looks it looks totally yeah. looks totally fine on dvd yeah. good so it's not like it was a tv show you know i mean it was a high quality tv right. show but well mine um i went with a val kilmer so I, we're about to watch the val documentary um so i wanted mm-hmm. to watch some of his other stuff uh yeah i, I know him mostly from mcgruber so I, I he's he's done a few things previously that's a bad joke um pe- people know i love mcgruber <laughs> it's just t- terrible fun but i love it um so i watched uh, top gun and top secret uh, as a double feature and um mm-hmm. the one thing i was looking for i haven't seen top gun since i was a kid and of course i thought it was super cool and I, I remember with my friends, I did the um, the high five up high, and then you keep it down low. Hmm. We thought it was we thought we were mm-hmm. so cool doing that. Um, yeah, we were so not cool doing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was I was looking for the homoerotic uh, uh, themes because a lot of people have read read that uh, from the film, and it sounds like uh, you know uh, the producers, uh, the directors have kind of embraced that, even though that wasn't what they were going for. Hmm. And I, I saw that a little mm-hmm. bit, uh, but of course there's a, also very much a, a hetero romance with, um, you know, take my breath away. I, I could have done without mm-hmm. hearing that song again, but you know, um, <laughs> Mark, Mark, oh, don't, oh. I'm gonna, I don't want to kick you out. I don't want <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. to eject you from the airplane. <laughs> and then top Sorry. secret's oh, funny. Oh. <laughs> top secret's very funny. I know a little German. He's sitting right over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> have, have you seen the the Val documentary yet? I haven't. No, I haven't. Here it's my uh, 
it's supposed to be really good. My friend Rachel watched it, mm-hmm. and then she has gone on a. Actually, she's just texted me, and she, she's she's going to kill me. But <laughs> she said, "I dreamt about Val. Ask me anything." <laughs> she watched the watched the documentary, and then she's been like on a total Val Odyssey. There's all these Val Kilmer movies that she hasn't seen. She just she's like, "I don't know what's wrong with me. I just completely missed Val." during his peak I just wasn't paying attention to it or whatever and so she has been texting me all week about she is watching everything Hmm. like every Val movie that she can get her hands on she watched Tombstone for the first time oh yeah so she's just Hmm. crushing so hard on early 90s Val and I'm loving it absolutely loving it he's a a good actor I mean Top Gun no that that was not his high point um he's fine but yeah no I and uh, you know, I, I mean, she even went with Batman Forever, which oh, yeah. I mean, let me tell you, that movie, right. I, I, it's such a hot mess, and I do love it. Yeah. I really do. And he wears that turtleneck. Yeah, I'm never watching it again. But it, <laughs> there is, there is something to be said for watching uh, really bad movies, and you know, I, I, it's I love... so campy. Mm-hmm. It's so campy, and then knowing the, the. Uh... <laughs> The whole thing about Tom, you know, Jim Carrey going up to Tommy Lee Jones and Tommy Lee Jones was just like, I am not, I will not sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> That's, I could see him saying that. Um, and also uh, Val is going to be in uh, the new Top Gun. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I, I assume yes. that is going to hit the theaters. I think it was Coming someday. in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good times. Where where can we find you online, Mr. Mark? Well, uh, sometimes on the Twitter at Mark Herney, H-U-R-N-E, the letterbox, the same place. I'm pretty much not very frequently tweeting and just logging stuff on, on uh, letterbox. But I, I do like to lurk on the Criterion Facebook groups, especially Criterion Now as well. So maybe I'll add a pithy comment here or there. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Appreciate your pith. Yes. Uh, I like to pith. Your, your pith. Pith off. <laughs> we should, from now on, we should call the pee break, breaks pith, pith breaks. breaks. Pith breaks. pithy with it. Uh, Jill, where can we find you? Yeah. You, know, you can find me on the Twitter at Biscuit Kitten, mm-hmm. uh, of course, here on the podcast. And I do lurk and sometimes comment on the various Facebook groups. And then, of course, you can find me uh, drinking while talking. We're kind of on a hiatus. And then over at the Classic Film Collective, our uh, Patreon. Yeah, 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 definitely the Patreon. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been tweeting a little more because I have a co-host that tweets a lot. And <laughs> uh, sometimes mm-hmm. I, I poke, poke that bear a little bit. So I ho- right. hope you uh, took that with good humor. Um, it's always well intended. I did. So I'm AWest AWest505, and I probably will be tweeting a little bit more now. Um, I found that you should. I should. Yeah, it's fun. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, you can support uh, Criterion Techcast and get early episodes. Uh, this episode had a pretty extensive pre-break. Uh, pr- well, actually, no pre-break. <laughs> a pithy <laughs> break. A pre. <laughs> Uh, yes, a pre-pith, and we had an extensive. Uh, we we all took piths. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we, all of a sudden we sound like we live in Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt. Uh, that would, would definitely ruin my chances of ever hosting Jeopardy. Um, 